Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring Good Morning Amigo. Good morning, amigo. Good morning, sunshine. sunshine. You know what today is, right, Frank? Uh, it's Turds Day. <laughs> <laughs> Turds Day, October 8th, 2000, and I don't want to talk about it. You're listening to Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We'll be with you till 11 o'clock in the morning. Myself, Frank the Tank Fernandez, and good old young Andy, who apparently is gussied up. Are you trying to bribe David for something? No. Why? Why, Why are you, you all gussied up today? What, what's going on? I'll take the compliment. I lost my glasses, so now I have to put eye makeup on to hide the... The blindness. The, the, the blindness. Or the lack of glasses. <laughs> Or the lack of glasses. Yeah, I just—I mean, Frank, is it just me or does it look like Young Andy's a little bit uh, primped? No, yeah, I, I figured she was getting more into her role and she needed to prep with a little bit of makeup so then she looks better for the camera. That was—that's the impression I had received from it. So we have a visitor, and 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 uh, be, I'm gonna break everything that we normally do just because our visitor's here, because our visitor deserves this, because it's not every day your team achieves this feat. And this is like a this is like a badge of honor that you can receive from your team in the NFL from me if your team is playing well. Because usually if you stink, I let you know you stink. The Titans are 0-4, right? Aren't the Titans 0-4? That's incredible. No, they're 4-0. No, not the Titans. I'm sorry. The Texans. Texans. My apologies. The Titans are 4-0. That's right, because the Titans have been getting that cruciamon from me as well. But there's another 4-0 team in the AFC that deserves noticing. And in a little bit, once the Dolphins are officially eliminated from any playoff contention in about three days, um, I don't want to see the Patriots win the division again. So, in honor of Eric Velt, who's come by to say hello to his friends at Slam Radio, he wants radio, doesn't he? He wants on air? Is that what he wants? I don't know. We can do whatever we want, but I'm going to do it for him. Buffalo Bills, 4-0. Yeah. I don't even think they've ever gone 4-0 before, have they? They have. See, here he comes. He wants to talk about it. He told me he wanted to talk about it. So I'm not donning a mask. You're okay. You're six feet away. You're fine. We're good. Our microphones are socially distanced and clean. Good morning, Mr. Velt. How are you, sir? It's good to see you after so many months on Zooms. I didn't realize, Frank, that I hadn't seen Mr. Eric Velt in seven months. Some of the people roll through, but I haven't seen you rolling through. So the last time I saw you, the Bills were removed from a very bad season, and you trying to explain to me that this year they were going to be good. Yes, they were. So you got to bring his levels up because he's not too close to the microphone, which is fine because, remember, he also has a mask on. Um, Who's more astonished about the Bills being 4-0, you or me? You. Yes. 100%. So you had a feeling they were this good. I saw it last year. They had, they had the pieces in place. Right. They needed another year of chemistry building. Allen needed another year. He's pretty with, good. He had, uh, well, yeah, he had a great year. Jim Kelly came out and compared him to Brett Favre, if you saw that. Really? Bro. Wow. Okay. Well, I, I think you deserve a lot of credit because you stuck to them. When you're from that neck of the woods, you have nothing else to do but, but with them. jump on tables and <laughs> crash them and sing to this song. 
Do you even know who does that song? Now wait. The original version? Yeah, let me see if you know who Otis Day in the Nights. Look at you. Animal House. Wow, Animal House. Animal House. Nobody knows about Animal House anymore. Frank, you've never seen Animal I've House. I've seen Animal House. Yeah, I've seen Animal House. Okay. You know you Why make me wanna put your hands up. They play that song after every touchdown. Yes, they in, do. In in Bill's Stadium. Well now That movie's crazy. epic though. That movie's better than the Bills, Frank. That's one of the great all-time party movies, right? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Four and O Bills. Um, what's in store this week? Because I have a feeling it's over this week. Don't you? I I mean, at it's the rate over. they're going, the game's going to be canceled, so you're not going to have an answer. Yeah, actually, that is true. <laughs> I didn't really think about that, but I think they lose if they get to play the game. I think it's over. I don't. I think five and O is not as easy as it sounds. I think the game will be a lot closer than you think. Uh, when they get to KC on Thursday night, they don't have a shot against that. That's yeah, well, that will end one day or another, but I, I, I it's gonna end some point, but at some point it comes crashing down, I guess. Right. But uh, it's still a team that's headed for the playoffs if they continue. Look at Miss Donna Chan right there. She's gonna kill me for not having a mask on with me. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I never talk on the mask, and then you, you come by and do. two months later, look who's here. The GM, you always she's do. the admin GM of the station. <laughs> Still is, always has been, always will be. Look, <laughs> I don't know if I'm getting yelled at or giving love. Mwah! I gotta send love. You know, I do miss those visits. That means school's back. It means school's back, which school is, is back. good. I've been coming every day. You have? <laughs> yeah, you did. You did one for lunch, and you came by and said hello from afar. You did. I just haven't had a chance. That's beautiful, and that that means we're back to business, which is what we love here. Amen to that. That is the admin GM of the station, right? That's great. We give. We give station roles to everybody in administration as well. So even though I'm the general manager, she's the administrative general manager, right? I'd say Ray Bredo's like the administrative program director, right? Because he likes to listen to the stuff we talk about. We got to give Mercy Abascal a role. I think our, our admin sports director must be Andrea Gomez, 100%. We have our admin security with uh, Julio Mendoza. Julio Mendoza is our admin promotions and security guy, yes. I like how we've given administrative roles. But even though Mr. Velt's not an administrator, he is the number one Slam Miami Slam Radio fan, you must say. Well, that's why he just walks in and then gets... Yeah, not everybody gets in. Even, even the GM know. stands far away and doesn't walk up to a mic. She knows. <laughs> Eric Velt just walks in like he's home. So we got to invent some role for him. But that's well, last Assistant to the regional manager. Like, he's got to get a Dwight Schrute. Uh, position here. But that's cocky 4-0 and right there walking in. So that's you think if he was 0-4, he would have been subdued <laughs> over there. I don't want to get on the uh, I don't want to talk about the Bills. And so I did last year. I just hung out <laughs> by the side of the wall there. That's and, true. He would never really just, but he came in with swag. But when when Buffalo knocked off Pittsburgh on, I think it was Sunday night last year, I was all over the mic. I played the Bills shout song did, over the you mic. Did. I was like, yeah. you did. Well, last now, the year. The Bills are better than they're giving credit for. And I, I think, think that Josh did. Allen's a lot better than we all thought he was. Josh Allen, and then you had that under-the-radar addition of Stephon Diggs, the signing of Josh Norman. You, They did a lot of this under-the-radar stuff. Low-key, they got some good veterans to, and to help that talent. Because they, you could see last year they were a talented were. squad. Yeah, and uh, the Pagulo family has done a great job. And as long as, as long as the Patriots keep playing the way they are, that division belongs to Buffalo. And I said it last year. The minute, also the the minute, Brady went to Tampa Bay, I said that division belongs to Buffalo. That's interesting. 
I mean, we... Some people were wondering if they were going to fall off. Even you yesterday, Frank, mentioned to me, well, they got Cam Newton. They're in a good place. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, two and two is not the end of the world. Well, it could have been a lot worse. They could have been stuck with Brian Hoyer or even that guy that they put in in the, in the second half. Well, we saw Brian Hoyer and what he got for them. Absolutely lots. And it came out. The reason why they benched Hoyer in the second half was because the way that they finished the first half. They were inside the red zone. They ended up with no points because he held onto the ball too long and ended up getting sacked. I got a very funny text the other day from a very – he's not old. He's just been a long-time friend. I got to learn to not call them old friends. When you get older, you're more sensitive to the words. So he's a long-time friend. Definitely not old. He used to hear my diatribes about why I used to think many years ago that Tom Brady was overrated. I used to say there was a reason he was a sixth-round pick, uh, that he was lucky. I, I don't do – I'm not a quarterback whisperer because between saying he sucked and saying Russell Wilson sucked, those are two of maybe perhaps the four or five greatest quarterbacks to play in our time. And I've gone out on a limb to say they both, at some point in their life, are overrated. So I used to all the time say that it, when it was all said and done, that Ben Roethlisberger would win more rings than Brady. Obviously, that prediction went awry. Um, so you know I have a recent love affair with Brady, but this guy didn't know it. So Brady did something. I think he, I don't know, one of those four or five touchdown passes he threw the other day, and I get this random text from Albert, my teammate from flag football. He goes, so what do you got to say about Tom Brady now? <laughs> I go, did you send this text in 2004? <laughs> Just coming through now? I mean, uh, yeah, he's something special. I'm marveled that at his age, he can still move the needle and make a difference. But you know where you can see he's falling off already? It's the same place we saw where Marino was falling off. When they start throwing pick sixes, bro, it's not good. Well, I hope he falls off tonight because the Bears play the Bucks tonight and Thursday Night Football. Well, I'm going to make a very, very nice and stout prediction one of your boys if he doesn't take one to the crib it's gonna be close because he's got a propensity these days of throwing pick sixes and that is the very yeah. telltale sign of a quarterback's arm dying right and, and he switched teams look at Brett Favre and some of the other greats that finished their career where they went someplace else yep and, and by the their way that happened hard. to Favre too Favre started throwing pick sixes people right. They, when you start throwing pick sixes, it's time to run for the hills. So that's the only thing, even though he can still put up three, four, five touchdowns, when he's got to toss the ball 25 yards on field, you got a problem. He's not the same guy anymore. So let's see how the, the, the Bucks weather that storm, right? We'll, we'll see how that goes. But congratulations to your Bills, Mr. Velt. Thank you. I know you have a homeroom to attend to. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, I, I know. You could be here all day with us. I know. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I do, too, by the way. There's already some in the waiting room. I'll, I'll get to them in a minute. When we come back from break, there are no ma well, there are major league scores to go over, I guess. Right, Frank? We should yeah. do that. We, we, we should do our order of business. How do the Yankees do? Thanks. I appreciate you. <laughs> I really appreciate it. This guy oh, comes on the air very cocky today. Told you, 4-0. Oh. He's pumping his chest out. Well, the next few days are going to be are going to be morbid, dark, and, and, and very, very rancid for me. Um, you say I'm a negative Nelly, but here it goes. Ready? Ready. Marlins and Yankees get eliminated today. Heat get eliminated tomorrow. Canes lose by two touchdowns on Saturday. Dolphins go to one and four and essentially no chance for the playoffs. I come in here Monday with no reason to talk sports. So get ready. Wow. Think of that. I, I have planned out my week because I don't see it a whole lot different than when I just detailed it out. Do you see the Marlins winning today? No. 
The Yankees can win because the Yankees can hit. But tomorrow the Heat? How confident are we about the Miami Heat? We're going to get into that during the show as well because I'm not. No, not so much. I believe Friday's the last game of the season. But we're going to talk. I talked a lot about the NBA yesterday, right? Right. Do you know that uh, one of the Laker fans that's an old friend of mine got butthurt and blocked me on social media? Oh, come on, no. Yeah, bro. I sent him I sent him a text with toilet paper and I put Charmin soft just like LeBron and <laughs> you know, he blocked me. Like I did that after he blocked me. I said, I mentira que you, you know, you you've gone to this extreme." I go, "But that's okay." And it's it's nonsense, but it I have a friend of mine who said it best. It's the best way. There's no other way to really say it. But I brought it up to a friend of mine who knows who he is. Um, and he said it like very, I've seen their posts when they win. And when they lose, James walks off like a little bitch. And then they stay quiet and don't post itche. Those are typical Laker fans. I don't entertain idiots like that. And I saw that and I said, you know what? That's the problem is, is that is the bio on Laker fans. And I never really thought it was like that. Right, but now I understand why people hate Yankees, like, because a lot of their fans do this. They go into incubation when their team's not winning, which is why I don't let my highs get too high. I'm not gonna be that dude. I, I won't. You come at me, I'm gonna come back at you. Like that friend of mine's a Red Sox fan. He wouldn't come at me about anything about the Yankees because I tell him, uh, "What time? Who's throwing Game Four for the Sox tonight?" And you know that would be the end of that conversation. All in good fun. But Laker fans take it to another degree, and then they take it to hypocrisy levels, which is where 10 years ago they hated LeBron for coming to Miami, but now he's their superstar. Yeah. And now the Lakers are the greatest. With all due respect, you don't go into incubation. It's true. You just root for somebody else. Yeah, that, you know, that's a good point. <laughs> Eric's on fire today. Please give him a whistle for that give one. A whistle for that one. Yes. There he is. Yes, very conveniently. I don't do it in basketball, though. I will be honest with you. Basketball, no. I don't play that. No. Basketball, I watch with a rooting interest. I don't pump fist. And we were talking about this the other day. Basketball seems to be the only sport I don't. Baseball, I have a myriad of teams that I enjoy watching. The Dodgers being one of them lately, right? Obviously, the Marlins are one of my favorites. You know, I have a few teams, and in the NFL, the same thing, but... No pops. When it comes to basketball, it's just the heat. I, I dislike everybody else. To me, there's something wrong with every other team in the NBA. Agreed. So I just, you know, for that one, I, I will take exception. But, yeah, that's always a sound strategy. Here's another sound strategy, Laker fans. Just own up to it. Just own up to it. Don't talk so much. And be sincere. I have a good friend of mine who's a Laker fan. I haven't even heard from him during the series. <laughs> I haven't even heard from him. And I know he listens to the show. Shout out to Armando. Gets in his work truck. He listens to us every morning. Even if it's a little bit or a lot, he listens to us every morning. I know he listens. Not a peep from him. And if they win, he's the first person I'll tell you, yo, man, good job, congrats. Mamba lives. Because he's a guy that I can respect. But for every one of him, there's a hundred of them that are asses. Right. Including this guy who blocked me. What, what, a, what an I remember I used to field calls from this guy about LeBron. Not on the air. At home on my phone. <laughs> Because he'd get mad that people this and people that. No. So. <sighs> we got so much to get to today. So much to get to, brother. Another full docket of playoff baseball. It's Turd's Day. It's Friday Eve. Right? It's the tailgate to the weekend. Right? That's what we call it? Mm-hmm. 
What kind of weekend am I going to have? We'll talk about that as well. Good morning, amigos. Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. Stelio Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, putting it down right now with the legendary, the one, the only, it's official, Slam Radio. If you think it's a game, play with it. Dolly. He's out of his freaking mind. He's not. Crazy. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. It's rare. I don't do this, but we got to celebrate. We got to celebrate. You know, you make announcements when you're about to get married. You make Instagram posts when you have a new girlfriend or boyfriend. And here on Slam Radio, one of our young Padawans has made a dastardly decision, and it must be announced. It must be celebrated. Or it must be made fun of and ridiculed, which is kind of more of what I'm doing. Despite young Yendi's efforts of doing the gator chomp. Why is she clapping? No, she's doing this dumb crap that they do. Yeah, they clap. That's what they do. Yeah. Now they do it at home in the pandemic. It might look good at the swamp when there's 70,000 of you or 80,000 of you. But when you guys are at home watching the game, you look kind of idiotic by doing that. But that's okay. Because no, FSU, no, no. FSU waves. FSU has FSU this waves. wave thing. Uh-huh. The Gators have this clap thing. We just throw up the U, baby. That's all we it's do. It's a chomp. That's all it's we do. Gator. But one, one of our young Padawans went from a team that was highly ranked and doing things. That played in the bounce house. And then the moment they lost to a team they weren't supposed to lose to, he goes ahead and jumps to the number three Florida Gators. He says, I am a Gator from now on. I am no longer at UCF night, which is tough on the show because a lot of our fodder and a lot of our negative banter about UCF came at the expense of Mario. You know, I'm surprised, though. When they lost last year to Tulsa, I'm surprised you didn't change <laughs> uh, sides, Mario. You see, I thought next year will be better, but no. Can't teach a new, old dog a new trick, so. I'm dying. <laughs> hey, Mario, what? that defense, Mario. Talk about Where's that national championship ring? <laughs> uh, it's on the top of our stadium and in the NCAA record books. Mm-hmm. Like, like it Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. For winning the Fiesta Bowl against Auburn, right? Yeah, okay. Yes, yes. Was it three loss Auburn or four loss Auburn, Anthony? Which one was it? I think it was three losses. I think it had three we'll losses, that. yeah. That's that's the makings of a national championship right there. <laughs> but that's not your concern anymore, Mario, because you are no longer a Golden Knight. That's not your problem. The hell with UCF. You've gone to uh, to bigger and better things, <laughs> says nobody. <laughs> so, Mario. So now you're a lizard. Okay. When Florida loses to Georgia in a little bit, are you going to switch to FAU or FIU? <laughs> Let me know. <laughs> Well, when Miami loses to Clemson, I'm not switching over. Dude, he's about to break an all-time segment record for whistles here. He's on a roll. Mario, the thing is, if we lose, at least we'd be losing to the number one team and not Tulsa. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, he needs one more. And it's early. And it's early. (laughs) He's on record pace. (laughs) Oh, my God. I don't think I've laughed this hard since yesterday. (laughs) It's all right, Mario. It's all right. And you defending him. What is your problem? 
What is your what is your malfunction? Oh, I know what your malfunction is. It's that seven centimeter brain that you have as a gator. I forgot. Yeah, Mario, that's the other thing is, is you lost brain cells, you lost brain capacity, you lost brain size. As the average alligator has a seven to eight centimeter in diameter brain. Very small. That means you're now being a little more temperamental, right? You won't be able to uh, disseminate certain information. You won't be able to multitask. What, so you're saying I should be a hurricane instead of it's a gator? It's exactly what I'm saying. You are in Miami. Why in the world? If you're going to jump on a bandwagon, brother, all right? And this is fitting for the Canes fight song. This is where I make my pitch here. I'm glad you said it, not me. Young Yendi, you're on mute. My man, if you're going to jump and you're going to do it the right way and you want to find championship quality fandom, you want to go to a team that's one, that has heritage, that has history, would you go to a team with three rings or would you go to a team with five rings? Would you go to a team in a city you've barely visited or a team from a city you live in? Apparently, a lot of things don't matter to your fandom anymore. So you can't give me the personality of the, of the program, although that's changed too. See, they're playing winning football. And it would be so much more endearing to everybody who listens to this show if you went ahead and changed gears and became a hurricane. Because even if they do lose to number one Clemson, it'll, I don't know, it won't show like you're trying to jump on a bandwagon. Florida, Florida's on the rise. They're easy to jump on their bandwagon. Plus, why would you want to root for a football team with a bunch of brainless guys? Just saying. The University the University of Miami has won five national championships in football. Yeah, but like half of those were like 40 years ago. No, I don't want to. No, actually, the last one was 19 years ago. You're right. Yeah, yeah, in the 2000s, I'm saying half when of was the last one? When was the last one UCF won? I'm just curious. Yeah. 2017. No. Okay. No, that wasn't a national championship. I'm just here no, to remind you that. That was not... Not a, beating not a national championship. Not a national championship. Was not a national championship. Sorry. <laughs> I apologize, but you didn't win the national championship. You can say whatever you want, but you didn't win the national championship. So you if you're going to jump the bandwagon and tell me that the Gators have won recently, I'm going to ask you, when was that? Maybe not as long ago as Miami. But to put it in perspective, uh, they won with Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow doesn't play football anymore. Mm-mm. I don't even think Tim Tebow plays baseball I was going to say the same thing. Tim Tebow's on TV. Tim Tebow, he's not an athlete anymore. It's been a long time since they won with good old Tim. Something teen years. So it's, it's only by a few years. But here's the satisfaction you get about being a Miami Hurricane, brother. And listen good. We put players in the NFL. You root for this team, and then on Sunday you have people to root for. Yeah, buddy. I see it every Sunday myself. Time and time again, every Sunday, hurricanes around the NFL score touchdowns. This is a breeding ground for professional football players. A swamp is a breeding ground for lizards. And the NFL bus. Yes. Like Tim Tebow. By the way, Tim Tebow is still playing baseball. He's still playing baseball? Yeah, he's just not playing right now because of the pandemic. So he's still a minor league baseball player. Yeah, he plays for the Syracuse Mets. Yes, double A. 
Correct? Uh, correct. Mario. I'm just questions. No, no, no. There's no questions here. This is this okay. is a simple this is a simple understanding that Mario makes this switch on national radio and he's got to stick to it. So I want him to take another day to make this decision. During this day, you will receive overtures from both Florida Gators and Miami Hurricanes. And then tomorrow will be decision day for you, Mario. And at 725 here on the show, you will make your final decision. You will don caps. I'm sure you have a UM cap somewhere. I don't. It can be arranged. <laughs> and then you'll make your decision tomorrow on the air. I think it's fitting. Doesn't everybody agree? I agree. I think so. 100%. I think this should be it. Absolutely. All right. So who's going to watch Barbie movies with me this week? Oh, my God. Are you really, are you really serious? I'm not doing this. Yeah. Well, I'm not doing this alone. I'm not doing this alone. I will watch one Barbie movie. I'm doing this in honor of one of our Slam Radio alum. I love Indira, but I don't know. Indira says that it makes her nostalgic. Indira is a sweet young lady. Never asked me for a thing. Is it a cartoon? She asked. I don't even know. It probably is. She asked me to be open-minded about it. And how many times, if you're in my class, I ask you to be open-minded and do something. I know it's for a grade. (sighs) But it's the very least I owe her. Who's going to join me in watching a Barbie movie over the weekend on Netflix? God, there's so many. I'll do it. What's it called? It's Bar- oh, Barbie. It's Barbie and something about 12 princesses or something, I think it is. Oh, my God. That's the best Barbie movie that's, ever. That's the best Barbie movie. Who just movie said that? Is that Catherine? Catherine said that. Do you see what I'm talking about? This is, she's not the only human being that's saying this to me. This is, Frank, for me to say I'm going to watch this movie, let, allow me to tell you. Even though they were kids under 18, which are like little kids, I've heard that this is a good movie before. Maybe not Toy Story-esque, but I've heard it's a good movie. Catherine, you can confirm that I will not lose 90 minutes of my life by watching this. I can confirm, mister, 100%. Are you sure you want to watch it? Dude, I'll do it. I'm watching a clip of it right now. I don't know if I can do this. I can. I can. Whatever. Frank, you have a daughter. Yeah, man, I don't understand how that doesn't work for you. Because I'll watch it when she makes me watch it. Like, that's different. Like, why haven't I watched Frozen? Frozen has been out forever. I have not watched Frozen. Yes, I'm admitting that on the air. The only reason why I know who Olaf is, it's because it's a very famous character. And the let it go, let it go, I use it all the time. Never watched the movie. Why? Because in the event that I had a daughter and one day she was going to watch it 1,800 times... At least by that time, I wouldn't get sick of it until the 1800th well, time. Olaf is 305, baby. I don't know if you know that. Are why you aware? Is Olaf, why is Olaf 305? Olaf is 305. Oh, well, the character. Who does, does like Olaf? Josh Gad. Josh Gad's from Miami. I didn't know he was from Miami. I know he's a Heat fan. Yeah, he's from Miami. He's from South Florida. He's friends with our boy Dookie Lang, who's the producer, sports producer over at uh, WPLG. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hollywood guy, I think it is. He's a 305 guy. I know he was in The Ringer. That's where I know Josh got from. Yes, yes, yes. So Wedding ringer. that's what we're going to do around here. We're going to prepare for Mario's decision and prepare for a weekend of Barbie movies. I'm only going to watch one. Though. I'm not going to watch multiple. No, no, no. You said I one. agreed to one. I agreed to one. I will watch one. We'll forget the significance of Barbie and the female empowerment movement. You said this yesterday. I wasn't paying attention. Can you, can you elaborate a little more? Thanks. So glad you're paying attention to what I say. Well, I mean, it wasn't really sports-related, so whatever. I know I brought up Barbie yesterday, but... 
Well, Barbie was <laughs> co-founded by Ruth Handler. Who you did um, say it was Ruth Handler yesterday. I remember that. She has. A, she was watching her daughter play with paper dolls and thought that there has to be a better way uh, for her little girl to have toys that represent what women are. And she said that Barbie always represented the fact that women have choices. So the first prototype came out in 1961. And instead of a, a baby doll or uh, something that's, stereo, uh, that's typical, she invented the woman, the independent registered nurse. And then every so often, there's another one that comes out. In 65, we had the astronaut. Uh, and then at, in 2016, she brought out the first woman president, Barbie. So Wow. Really cool history, yeah. See, I didn't know history. any of that. Their significance. It's it's to encourage girls that they can do um, groundbreaking things and careers that were always meant for men. Hmm. Very interesting. Yeah, I so wouldn't. Barbie isn't just a doll. Barbie and the Twelve Dancing Princesses is the movie I was asked to watch. That's the best one. So you two are admitting that that's the best one. You've seen this. It's based on the Brothers Grimm's fairy tale, The Twelve Dancing Princess. She said that and yesterday. It has really, yeah, it has a pretty soundtrack to it. I used to teach ballet. So yeah, you did say something about playing the music, teaching ballet to it. Mm -hmm. I did pay a little attention to you yesterday. But remember, you didn't say it to these guys. That's right. I didn't say it to these guys. So sometimes... Well, Daniel was here, but... Well, you, you have to learn. Sometimes you have to re-elaborate sometimes. That's fine. I have no problem re-elaborating things that are good I wasn't good paying attention you. to her very much when she said it yesterday. <laughs> Apparently, I, girls. Like, what do you think of that? My like no, sunshine no. girls. What do you guys think of that? No, they don't think anything. They think. Here's okay. what they think. They think that one. Alba, did you see it? Yeah. Look I at have. this. They all think the same thing. They yeah. saw it and they liked it. But Nicole, have you seen it? Do you not feel any type of like sorry? You. I feel like you're constantly attacking her. Poor. Who? Yendi? Yes, I am. Yes. Why? Her she husband her husband asked me to. <laughs> David said to continue the beatings until no, morale improves. <laughs> he says that things at home are, are like cool. He, she doesn't even force him to eat stuff anymore. It's like great. Oh, She's God. a kinder, gentler Yendi now. Yendi has her own mafia. Look at that. Yendi don't play, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole, have you seen it? Of course I have. I told you it was a good film. Yikes. So Anthony hasn't seen it. I'm assuming Mario, with all the Gator clips that he's had to watch over the last few days, he hasn't. Have you watched it? Have you seen the Barbie movie? No. Gerald, have you seen Barbie and the 12 Dancing Princesses? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Frank? Dude, that's one, two, three, four, because Idania saw it, right? Five. All right. Six, and I haven't gone to Sabrina, Raya, or Alicia. Have any other three of you seen that movie? Raise your hand. Yeah. Seven. Dude, eight. Eighty percent of them have seen it, Frank. Gerald, thumbs up or thumbs down. So, Gerald, yeah, Gerald's going to be the judge. He's the, he's the only dude that's seen it. So, ju uh, thumbs up thumbs or thumbs up down. Thumbs up or thumbs down. There's a lot of, listen, before you do it. Oh, oh yeah. Right. Right. I'm disappointed. Good. Thank you. But I was going to say, before you do there's a lot of pressure on you. Because if you give me a thumbs up and it sucks, I'm coming after you. That's why he gave you the thumbs down. He's playing it safe. <laughs> Anthony's stuck. He's going to have to watch it with me. No. I feel so bad yeah. for you, Anthony. Yeah. I feel so bad. Listen. You feel bad for him, but you're the guy that's going from being a UCF knight to a gator. <laughs> hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio.
Still here, Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide, putting it down right now with the legendary, the one, the only, it's official, Slam Radio. If you think it's a game, play with it. Dolly. He's out of his freaking mind. He's nuts. Crazy. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. I don't know about that song anymore. Did you used to like that song as a kid? Hey, you're not old enough. I remember being a kid with this song. You're going to have one of your students coming after you. Why is one of hey, my students coming after hey. me? Incorrect. Opinions can't be incorrect, but that one's incorrect. Why is that one incorrect, Nicole? It's a, it's a good song, okay? You need to stop hating on good songs. That's not a personality trait. So okay? what, what other good song do I hate on? That's a good song. I kind of like it. It just sometimes, and the, uh, forgive me, forgive me for being old. Sometimes the overplaying of these songs, as I am 35 years after hearing the song, I'm tired of hearing it. I remember the video. That's that's a you problem because I listen to this song a lot of the times, most some sometimes every day, and it's a good song. It gives me it gives it, it makes my brain feel happy. Okay, leave it alone. And that's all that matters. Thank exactly. you, Nicole. I mean, that's after all, that all, that's why I'm engaging in a Barbie movie because <laughs> someone told me it made them happy. So I'm like, right, well, whatever. Let me see what makes you happy. This is crazy. <laughs> my gauge is, is if, if a song makes me do the nerdy dance, it's a good song. So is it that you love this song? Me? Yeah, you. I do love this song. I think it's a great song. But did you take a little, you seem like a little angry that I went at the, the Phil Collins song yesterday. Well, because they're good songs, okay? They're, they're songs that mean a lot to not only one generation, but it's it, they're impactful songs. And then you're just like, eh, boom. Here we go again. <laughs> Some of these songs sorry, are just a little much. Can I tell you, I heard uh, uh, the Phil Collins song after we played it that morning. I heard it like three times the rest of the day on radio. That's a sign. <laughs> oh, boy. No, I don't like signs sometimes. It's a sign, Gator. Come over here. Listen, don't provoke a Hialeah, girl. I've told you that before. Well, I'm not scared of you, Yendi. I mean, I'm not sure. <laughs> Did you see how quickly I made a mafia with this group? You made a mafia. You see how quickly the mafia gets put in jail and I become Rudy Giuliani? You want to see how quickly that happens, mafiosa? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But they also enjoy me making fun of you. They like it because they think it's funny. It builds character. Cause, and plus, I'm not making fun of them anymore. I actually enjoy Yandy making fun of you more. Well, she doesn't uh, do a good I job of it. A yeah, I'm sure you enjoy that, Anthony. It's very much. Thank you, Anthony. I'll give you the money after class. <laughs> uh, you even gave him a whistle for that one? That's that's weak. That's weak. He's good. He's jealous. He's good. So I just don't. I I don't. I love old music, but the some of it, the overplayed stuff that you guys happen like. Look, for example, your your, your love affair with Rick's Astley. I love that. Never gonna give you up, never gonna let you down. Do you remember a couple years ago when there was the Rick Roll, where you would get Rick Rolled with that? Yeah, I love that. That song has become an anthem for some of us. So you guys still do Rick Rolling? Rick Roll? What the hell is a Rick Roll? Awesome! Frank, what's a Rick Roll? Do you know what a Rick Roll is? I have a feeling you don't. 
I have a feeling I'll I know what it is, but you I'm don't. You're not sure. Boring. I can tell by your physical. Sure. I can tell by your 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 body language. Is it like when they're like, "Oh, uh, I, Rick Astley would never give you up. I'm genuinely never let you down. I told you this. Before. Is that Guys, what it is? Who knows how to Rick roll from all who these? Who knows how to Rick roll? Somebody show me a Rick roll here on our video. Oh, I see a hand from Lucas. I see Lucas. Lucas, are you going to be able to do it? I can barely see you. What I'll do it tomorrow. No, I want to do it right now. Hold on. The whole point about getting rickrolled is that you you're, you're caught off guard. You're not supposed to. Yeah, know that's what happens. Oh, true, You'll true. get rickrolled. Don't worry. We'll rickroll you. Don't worry. No, I'll just look you'll it up. Get, or you'll I'll, never I'll, see it coming. I'll, the video I put in the chat. Everything. Everything. So there's a video. Mario, no, you gave it away. Mario, that's my, yes, it explains it. It explains it. Mario, that's my Instagram bio. Don't test me. <laughs> yeah. Mario, dude. Ah, first off, yes. became a gator, and now you're doing this. There's multiple levels, and you're already like, all these like, trick of the book. Mario, the check Come is on. in the mail. Uh, in case you don't know what Mario has done, uh, I'll allow you to see it right here. Oh, Mario, shame on you. Oh, I get it. <laughs> if you're watching on the video, I don't know if this comes out when I share a screen or not, but uh, <laughs> yeah, he has given us a link to the Rick Astley never gonna give you up. It's coming up. Uh, yeah. I get it now. I got it. All right. So I'll stop sharing the screen. How about that? Good joke, Mario. Good joke. But I don't know what a Rick roll is. So I, I well, that's what he just did just it right now. What that? You just yeah. got Rick roll. Okay. So listen. So a Rick roll is. A, I knew. I knew I was right. A Rick roll is when somebody sends you a link or something that you guys are talking about something else, and when you click the link, all of a sudden the music video pops up. And what and music? You got Rick and it's just—it's supposed to be super random. That's why they said it's—it comes unexpected because you guys can be talking about something. It's like you and I getting into an argument about who's better, Jordan or LeBron. But is and it we're the going at it. It's and called all of a Rick Roll. It's because it's a Rick Astley song. Is that what the whole thing? Yes, that's exactly yes. it. Yes. yes, that's it. So like you and I could be fighting about LeBron and Jordan. I'll be like, bro, look at this stat. This is the ultimate stat right here. And you and click the you... link, and all of a sudden the song starts playing, and you got Rick Rolled. You got Rick Rolled. So I got rickrolled. So you just got rickrolled. You just got rickrolled. This is a cultural reset. The fact that you didn't know what this was. And I've told them this multiple times before. I don't understand how you don't know what this is. You see, you see Yendi, you're not the only one, okay? pay attention to you. You understand now? You don't feel so bad? You're not the only one. Anthony, you told me this once that I remember now, Okay. No, I've told you this multiple times. <laughs> Listen, when, when your father's not paying attention to me, I drop little Easter eggs into the conversation to see if he picks up on them, and then later on down the road, I'll be like, oh, I said this. Like, you never said that. And I'm like, yes, I did. You just weren't paying attention to me. Well, that, if I don't recognize it, you never said it. So I'm just <laughs> warning you guys. It's not a binding contract unless I acknowledge you said it. No, no, it's not <laughs> You better make sure I acknowledge it. If not, I don't know anything. You said it once to me, Anthony. You explained it, and you explained it a lot differently, might I add. But you didn't call it a Rickroll either. I think I would have remembered. I did call that. it a Rickroll. <laughs> I've never heard of that before. <sighs> All right, so you're satisfied? You got that out of the way good? Thanks, guys. That was good. That was I'm good. very satisfied right now. Good. I'm yeah, this happy. was happy. I feel a little, a little validated. Yeah. This has made my day so far. You know what makes my day? Typing on Schoology makes my day. I love going on Schoology and organizing my day. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make my day now, Frank. Did you know that? Really? Yeah, I'm going to make my day. I'm going to make my day. What better way to make my day than to give them something really unique and, and, and creative to do as an assignment? Isn't that a great thing? Doesn't that make our day great? I guess that makes your day great. 
No? You're getting a lot of looks. Yeah, well. I just want to. I just want to ask who who made you uh, think of this. <laughs> Who made me. Oh, uh, oh, about this this new assignment that's come up all of a sudden. Uh huh. Uh -huh. It would be you, Nicole. This would be all you. <laughs> Thanks, Nicole. There's your Rick Roll response. I'm gonna wow. I'm gonna exit out. I'm gonna exit out for you guys. Yeah. Sorry. Yo, I'm leaving now. <laughs> Y'all, we leave right now. Uh, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. All right, so I tonight, Frank. I'm used to there being basketball every other night. So there's no basketball tonight. Nope. Basketball's tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Today there's four baseball games again. Is there football today for Thursday night football? We got four baseball games. Got some big brother to look forward to tonight. And we got uh, Thursday night football. Bucks, Bears. Who's big brother? The show, Big Brother. You watch that show? Oh, yeah, yeah. Come on. You can't tell me you don't watch I've that show. I've never watched that show. The show's, that show's you, phenomenal. Never I guarantee me. you there's not one person here who watches that. Such a good show. Nobody. You need to be like 55 you're, you're, years old. You're on your own. That's 52. That's why I don't watch Super it. a good show. Like, what I'm happened wait, to uh, you, Frank? I'm waiting for the day to tell you that I need a three-month leave of absence because I got selected to cast on Big Brother. You've been telling me that. Why would you do for that? For real, Frank? Why? Yeah. And then you're going to wake up and realize it was all a dream. It was all a dream. I want to be on Dancing with the Stars. That's a dream. I want to be on Dancing You don't need any skill to get on Big Brother. You need kind of little skill to be on Dancing with the Stars. Well, First dance. of all, you need to be a star, amigo. Oh, he that, is that a star, No, I'm not. No. Yikes. No. no. Yikes. Although, that was a big yike. I'm sorry. No. That's rough. No. That rough. I'm not. Was no. I, what was rough? <laughs> that whole interaction was rough. <laughs> what was rough about it? I said, no, I'm not. Negative. No. I mean, they've lowered their standards. Like, they'll take anybody. I mean, they got Carol Baskin on there, so they'll probably take a <laughs> They'll take anybody at this point. Even if I'm not worthy of it. I'll win, though. I'll dance. I'll, I'll dance all them fools. They want to mess with a Dominican and a Cuban all at once. Baskin. Killed her husband. Whacked him. Can't convince me that it didn't happen. Fed them to tigers, they snacking. What's happening? Carol Baskin. We love a dead meme, Frank. We love a dead meme. Thank you. When you played that for me the other day, I, I it hurt to laugh that hard. <laughs> I'm so happy I'm not laughing as hard because it hurt. Like, I, I got sore from laughing from that thing. Why would they choose that woman as beyond me? They could choose me. <laughs> I'll, I'll go on there. I, who would? So there it is. Like I know who I would want my partner to be. They selected for you, but I know exactly who I'd want my partner to be. J Lo. No, the, the, the dancers from Dance. I don't know any Star. of them. Get, How do you not know any? Because of them? I don't watch that show. Yeah. That show's lame. That show's lame. Yeah, that show's lame. So it would either be Cheryl Burke, right? She's the real veteran, the one that's been there forever and ever and ever, or one of the twenty-one-year-old blondes. That's like five foot two, 97 pounds. Just because. Why? Is he gonna pick her up and like. No, when in the world would I ever be seen with a blonde anyway? Like, if there's ever a time to do something you'll never do, I'm either gonna dance with Cheryl Burke because she's the G at that. Juliana Huff doesn't dance anymore, as I would have said her. I have no idea any of these people. You know who Juliana Huff is. If you see her, you know exactly who she is. Look her up. You go, oh, her. Yeah. Her. All right. We'll start with Cheryl Burke. Yes. By the way, young lads, do you know who I'm talking about when I say Cheryl Burke? 
I have no idea no. what this is. Brittany knows. No, sir. So then this is the point where you go into your Google and you go, Cheryl Burke, and you look it up. That way you can engage in the conversation since the mic's open and you're done with your assignments, which means your only responsibility is to interact on the show. Who's the other chick? Chick, huh? That's interesting. Okay. I'm sure Yendi <laughs> loves that. We're in 2020. You can't be saying that, Frank. Come on. <laughs> Woo! The other lovely lady. The other lovely lady. Uh, <laughs> the other, what's her name? Cheryl Burke. And better. The other better. Juliana Hoffman. Thank you. I couldn't remember. She's from Footloose. Who, Juliana Huff? Uh, yes. I don't know. That's the new Footloose. I haven't seen that. I don't know who this is either. Yeah, she's in the new... Uh, uh, Dude, Juliana Huff does, like, commercials. Like the, Juliana know, Huff is phenomenal. Dude, she's, like, a really, really, really famous person. I'm surprised you don't know who she is. Her and her brother are top-notch dancers. Yep. And so, she uh, was engaged to What's-His-Face, Ryan Seacrest. Muy conocido en su casa. No, no, no. She's actually quite popular. <laughs> I'm surprised. She's yeah, she's beautiful. very pretty. Very, very pretty. pretty. I'm not saying she's not pretty. So it would be Cheryl Burke. Like, Julianne Huffman's not there, so the, the next option would be yes. Random 21-year-old blonde. And that's... Uh... I don't know who they... I, I don't even know their name. Some of them are Russian. Some of them are American. Right. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know their names. Just one of them. Does that mean, I don't, I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm just saying, when the hell are you going to see this old man with a blonde? Never. But I, I'd prefer it to be Cheryl Burke because she knows what she's doing. What if we got you dancing with Cheryl Baskin? No. I'll, I'll no. It's, it's Carol it's Baskin. Carol. Sorry. I read Cheryl on the screen. That's okay. But no, no Carol Baskin. Why not? No. She's a blonde. No. So, but you don't, you know who she, like, I would do Dancing with the Stars. I wouldn't do Big Brother. Why not? It's a fun show. I wouldn't do it. You know which one I would do for Survivor. Sure? You know I casted for Survivor, right? I wouldn't do Survivor. And that doesn't surprise me that you cast I it. stood in line for six and a half hours to wait and to go get casted for Survivor. Mm -hmm. When did they decide you weren't the one? Um, I have no idea. Hmm. But I did the I did the audition tape and everything. Interesting. Yeah. They did it at uh, Gulfstream. That was actually like one of the first dates with me and Jenny. I convinced her to go. She sat with me there for six hours. We talked and... Then I did my casting. Well, you knew she really liked you if she sat through that thing. She but. dealt with it. You wouldn't be on any of these shows? The Come on now. The one show I would be on that obviously I can't be on, what? would never be able to be on because A, I'm too old and B, I'm too married, would be The Bachelorette. Oh, of course you would. Look at this guy. The Bachelorette. You I would be one of the 25 dudes. people nuts in this country and make yes. people have a bad perception yes. about relationships and how things need to happen. Yes. I'm guessing she's I, not a fan of The Bachelorette. I don't care. <laughs> like it's what makes it's what makes me laugh. It's funny. Oh, get ready, Yendi, because it's starting in a couple weeks. You don't even understand. You don't even understand what it makes. Like they are going bananas to reach this holy grail, and us married guys are sitting there with our arms folded, go, "Yo, man, this is <laughs> funny. Look what they're doing. Wait till they find out the real deal when they get here." Mm -hmm. Like. That's what makes it so funny. Ah, she's not even hearing me now. Of course. Of course. That's the beauty of that whole arrangement. Oh, my God. I would do it. I don't think I'd be the bachelor, as enticing as that could be to someone. I thought. See, I thought that's what you wanted to be. No, no, oh, no, no because no. you know what? You like the chase. You like the struggle. You like making sure that you knock everyone out. You like want to be the king of the mountain. That's well, I'm a competitive person, but I'd actually, listen, it. At my age, you don't get to hang out by a pool with a bunch of dudes for a couple of weeks and drink. 
That's not something that happens normally. So if nothing else, that's a good get. I didn't know you wanted to hang out with dudes. Just hanging and yucking it up and talking sports. Yeah, that'd be cool. All right. Okay. Let me ask you a question. What chicks do I hang out with? Well, see, but that's the thing. The fact that you can't do that now would be so, all the more reason for you to be the bachelor so you can sit back with oh, both of your hands on a couch like this. That's crazy. And have one girl on the right, one girl on the that, left, I and the other girl in front of you have a conversation. Not, that's something you don't do on an everyday basis. Yeah. Why would that you want to hang like out with a, a bunch of, of dudes work. talking sports? We do that on the everyday basis now. One is it is a lot of work, and two, it, no, bro. That's an accident waiting. No, I want no part of that, bro. That's a hassle. Are you kidding me? No, man. I'd... Dude, no. No, 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 no. No, absolutely not. I would want to make it past the first round so you get a little travel in, you know? Oh, God. Yeah. So that's why you'd be the bachelor, so you make sure you get all the travel in. All the travel in. Then I gotta all deal... the travel. Frank, I got to deal with 30 lunatics? Really? I mean, lucky they're not driving me anywhere. <laughs> but but you know how crazy you've seen that how crazy they get don't you yeah you'd have a great time being the why guy. would I have a great time with thirty crazy all women? these crazy girls throwing themselves on you come on now no yes you know no. you want that you like that kind of attention no <laughs> I really don't negative no I don't even go out no 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 I would not want any of that that would be a nightmare that's like every guy's dream bro no. Yes. What would make you think that's a dream? What make I don't know about that one, champ. There <laughs> <laughs> we go. The, the comedy in all of it is to see them racing for this holy grail, bro. And I think it's so funny because it's like, okay. I think it's fake, but it is. I tell, well, I tell her, everybody deserves to be in love and everybody deserves to be. It's in love. fake. The producers are telling them who to pick. Oh, the pragma of that song, <laughs> that show, man. Clearly, because now Peter, Pilot Pete or whatever, you know he's dating now the girl that he originally met in the, in the hotel that one time that was Dude, on the show. My good friend went, won the Bachelorette, okay, had the girl Deanna Papas for six months. They broke up. He was a little heartbroken. Took his energies out and started creating cruises for former Bachelor and Bachelorette contestants. Mm. And through that, he met his wife, who was a contestant, was outed after the first week. But she went on one of the cruises because they're all 20-something and they want to have a good time, drink, and party, and meet other people. It's a social thing. Well, through that social thing, he met her. He married her. Jesse Sinsack today lives with his wife, three kids. I went to his wedding 10 years ago. I got married on my birthday in 2010. It was his 10th anniversary the other day. Um... And at this wedding, it was based in a hotel where there's a pool. So everything was a pool party. It just it seemed like another edition of the And I was there with, with Molly. And I was there with Jason Mesnick. And I was there with a bunch of the former contestants of previous shows. Mm -hmm. that, it's, it, it created a culture. And nowadays, you may or may not win, but you're part of a fraternity or sorority of people who have been part of it. And they all get to kind of know each other. And they sort of date and see each other. It's a, so, it's a social gathering like none other. And they're usually all very good looking. So, like, if you're part of that circle, that, you know, that can't be that bad if you're single. I would think, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I mean, that, that's the stuff that happens between them, you know? You'd be good at Big Brother, though. 
I don't know if I. Because Big Brother's a lot of scheming. It's a lot of seeing Thanks. like how people. No, hold on a minute. It's 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 a lot of body language. It's a lot of seeing how people react to certain things. Then you have games and and there's certain competitions that they do to try to see like who's gonna have certain power in the house. And then towards the end of the game, a lot of the games are memory games, and you're great with the memory. So especially when it has time sensitive material. So that's why I feel like you'd be good at that game. Mm-hmm. I'd be good at the whole Bachelorette game. I'd be good at that. Why? It's such a waste of TV. How is it a waste of TV, Thank Yandy? Thank you. It's, it's gold. terrible. Yandy, it's a gold mine for ABC. That's why they keep doing it. If it was a... No, no, that show is terrible. Why is it I terrible? I would rather watch Grass Grow than the, Bachelor, or the Bachelorette. I agree. I would watch Grass Grow with Mario because that show, it's just, it profits off of like basis ideals that just suck and they're terrible. But I do get the impression that you would watch Grass Grow. Okay, you would, Nicole. You would, you would watch Gators Chomp. You would do. You I would, would not watch Gators Chomp. You would sit there. You, you, Anthony, and Mario, and who's the other? There's like a gang of them. There's like four of them. That, Amanda. Amanda. Oh, yeah, my daughter as well. For some reason, they, they're the inseparables now, these four. I don't know what that's all about. So a, you would watch Paint Dry and more. So don't give me that business. No, I'm saying specifically for that show, especially for that show, because it's terrible. It's based off of terrible ideals. What's it's the terrible ideals? Because they shouldn't be acting promiscuously? You're right. No. It's extremely sexist as well because the whole pinning up of women and men like that, that's terrible. But why is that sex? Wait, wait, wait. Well, they do one on one side and one on the other. There, I don't agree with you. It's not sexist. They're profiting on it. But hold on. Nicole, how is that sexist though? Because they do, it's not if they only did one, then you'd be right. But But they only used to do one and they brought a whole other one in. And that's because people. The one they used to do was the Bachelorette. And then they decided, let's do a Bachelor because this is a pretty cool concept. And. the Bachelor has worked probably better than The Bachelorette. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's, that's their moneymaker. They're not going to, like... I know, but it's a terrible moneymaker, so I don't like it, so I don't watch it. And there's so I many respect- people that watch it that think that that's how a relationship or how a woman should find a, uh, her husband or her ideal man. I know. Can I ask you, you guys... Yes. This is a great conversation for the other side, but you guys are being a little unrealistic. We live in today's day and age where you can date on an app. You can Which date. I have problems with that too. You yeah, may, you may, but it's most of most of your friends have done it, and gotten married off. Of and that. I know many people that have met and gotten married off that. Agreed. So I'm just trying to figure out what the hell is more kooky than that. Isn't there a show about that? Isn't it like my 90 day fiance, something like that? Oh, that's a no. That, but that's, see, that's, that's a train wreck. That to me is a train wreck. You're exploiting laws then, to get people who shouldn't be married to get married. To me, that's worse. And then the aftermath, I think it's like after 90 days, and then it shows you like sometimes they're going Monique, it's a, it's a train wreck. Those relationships down. are a train wreck, and it exposes a lot of things that are actually not very moral. Like you're going to go, the guy who lives in Tibet that all of a sudden falls in love with you, and you're, you're, you're 50 years old, and you look like a truck driver. I'm sorry. There's a reason why the Tibetan national wants to marry you because he wants to be an American. So the exploitation of that, to me, is abysmal and, and abhorrent. What The premise of The Bachelor and Bachelorette, I want to get into that on the other side because I believe, A, it's not sexist. B, it's not as unrealistic as you think. Because I warn you, the dating scene, not a lot different. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put together the correlations of it 
whether it's good, whether it's bad, or whether you're indifferent, I respect that you don't like it. But it's not as unrealistic as you think, except going to faraway lands. We'll talk about that on the other side. Nice little topic we got to discuss with the young Padwans. You're listening to Good Morning Amigos, Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Stelio Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said, Mr. Worldwide, put it down right now with the legendary, the one, the only, it's official, Slam Radio. If you think it's a game, play with it. Dolly. He's out of his freaking mind. He's nuts. Crazy. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. This is like bad hold music. Take a great song, but that rendition's horrible. Second instrumental. Yeah, but this isn't the original of that oh. song. What do you expect? I found it on uh, the last 30 seconds. It's called, I'm trying to remember, Love Something, right? Uh, love Theme. Love Theme. But the, the, the version's horrible. The real version's much better than that. Have you heard the real version to that? <clears throat> yeah, I have. So you know that that's not the real I version. I know, but again, within 30 seconds, finding something, that's what I found. Get off my back. I'm not giving you a hard time. I'm just telling you how bad that version is. It's not your fault the version's bad. You didn't make the version. You're a little defensive, aren't you? Dear God, you people. What's wrong with you? Yeah, that version was terrible. So you have, it's like a 70s song, right? Yeah. I don't know what that was, but. That was an ad. So I guess you found it because you're hard-headed like that. There it is. And the reason why it works better is because that does feel like a love song, which we were trying to get the essence of that right. when we came back from break. You have to get defensive. I'm not. You mistakenly picked a crappy version. Yeah. And this has got a little bit like this is like a remix with that little... There it is, right oh there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Now I can start the show. Morning, Amigo, Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. It's definitely good morning. If you're looking at me on the video, see the sun peeking in through the back of my bald dome. Yeah. Woo! All right. So it's off YouTube, so I can't <laughs> fade it out like I normally want to fade it out. And the very last thing is very abrupt. So it is what it is, man. Uh, so I can continue. Can you just give yourself the whistle already so we can move on? <sighs> Bachelor, Bachelorette. It works. Many of them have gotten together and stayed together. It is not a failed experiment, guys. And in a world where half of the marriages end up in divorce, those are failed experiments. But the institution of marriage can be a failed experiment if entered into incorrectly. In the same fashion that opening a business can be a failed experiment. Entering into a venture for yourself. Personal, private, business, or thereof. It's always a risk. And this is for the younger ones. You don't know what you're getting into when you get into a difficult process to manage and manipulate 
And it's, there is no perfect science to it. It just doesn't exist. But I will tell you, if in that process you can have a little fun, I went to Jesse's wedding in Las Vegas, I said. That was, dude, you go to a lot of weddings. You know what the best wedding you ever went to was? My boy Gus got married at the Biltmore. Partied on the famous 13th floor till 5 in the morning. That guy knows how to throw a wedding. 14-hour wedding. You know the good weddings you go to. This wedding was a freaking blast. And it was all these people. And some of these people that were there that were friends, at some point in the show, had a romantic moment. And, but then they could still get along as friends, and now they had other significant others or in other walks of life doing other things. Obviously, Deanna Pappas wasn't there, which is Jesse's ex, but... It was a great wedding. That's when I realized this process can work. And then after all of this, you have the process of the show. And then after the show, there's a lot of subplots of people you read in page six, como quien dice, of former contestants of different shows getting married because they met through social gatherings. If I did the math, Frank, just because I know more or less who does and who does If I did the math, I could prove that statistically it's more effective than the real world. Can't hear you. I'm sorry, bro. But is it a Bachelor thing or is it just a reality TV show thing? Because I couldn't tell other, you reality There's TV other reality TV shows that have had uh, successful stories with people meeting on the show and getting together. No, my experience is only with The Bachelor, Bachelorette. You know, that that's... I want to call it an obsession because it's not, but it's... Because I know Rob uh, in Survivor, Boston Rob, he's a very famous Survivor player. He met his wife on Survivor. They're still together, and I think they have four kids together. So, like, there are... There, there, every show has its thing. So is it a Bachelor thing? To me, it's the Bachelor, Bachelorette. Like, I feel, as much as that show's criticized, that there's an effectiveness to that show. There's a craziness to that show. Nicole doesn't agree with me, and some of her friends, apparently... I don't call them my students when they disagree with me. I call them her <laughs> friends. Um, they don't agree with me. Brittany, you don't seem to agree with me. I know your body language. You don't agree with me, do you? None of you do, do you? Raya? No, not in your head. I can't hear that, though. Aloha! Aloha. It's almost Friday, girl. Hang in there. I know. So you don't agree with me? It, there, so can we admit there's comedic value to these shows? Like when they pull up in the limo and they do crazy stuff to get the guy's attention or the dudes do crazy stuff to yeah. get the girl's attention. There's a comedic value. The first episode, to me, is the best one. Some of the sappy stuff with the great scenery, that's, I, don't, I don't sit there and marvel at that. I usually go to the kitchen and get a snack, or if, if I've taped it and watched it later, I'll fast forward through it. I really... Some of that stuff, I, it's a little extra. And that part of it, Nicole, maybe if that's what you're alluding to, then maybe we agree a little more than I thought. But the, out but the outcome isn't as negative as you think. You did say that it was a bit, what was the word you used? Which sexist? One? Sexist. I use multiple words. It's not sexist. At all. I don't believe it's a sexist show at all because they do one and then they do the other and then they do the other. The reason I think that is because they're just pinning people up against each other. And, like, it's so dumb. Like, the whole idea of getting a relationship this way is nowhere near. I mean, I know that you're saying it's more common now, but it's nowhere near common. And the way they're setting up these relationships 
isn't at all natural. It's and not. It's I mean, well, that's that's what gets you to watch. Now, if it was just his normal that's life, nobody's going to watch it. Well, that's it, what gets me not to watch. I believe you're an anomaly because it's a ratings juggernaut. And here it seems very mechanical. That's the whole problem. That's mechanical in the sense that some of the stuff is predictable. Yes, very, yeah. it's, it's very predictable. You never saw a sitcom that you knew how the last four minutes would end every episode. Well, yeah, but the sitcoms are different. You need like sitcoms are completely different to a re- uh, into a reality TV show that's like that. Because sitcoms, they they go off of different uh, things that are happening within the situation. It could be a different situation for a certain character, and then it might either get resolved that show, or it might be getting closer to getting resolved. That's how they normally end, or they end in in, in a nicer light. This always ends in a very cliche sort of way where they get together and you hear probably three years later that they're still together, that they're divorced and he's married or she's married to another contestant that was on that show. Listen, ultimately, any man or woman that signs up for this, they sign up for it for one reason. They are looking for love. No. Oh, yeah. Every no. one of these people are thirsty to have Not a relationship. Not even. They're chasing a bag. Yeah, they're chasing. It's, it's, that's, called, that's called clout and that's called money. There's a difference. So how do you see money? You know they don't really get paid for this, right? No, They but only they, get they, paid they, if they make it past a certain point. And even then it's... Exactly. They're trying to get light. Okay, that, they the, get a lot of publicity. Whatever yeah, the yeah. word is from it. But amigo, and now with, now with the way social media saying. is... All right, one at a time. What's up, Frank? So now with the way social media is, though, these girls, they kind of use this as a stepping stone to try to expand the brand. So a lot of these girls that are going in, they're going with the wrong intention whatsoever. That's why a lot of it is jokes. And then once they get that certain clout on their Instagram, now they start charging places like, yeah, I'll go to your club, but you got to pay me 10 grand in order to but make those 15 minutes of fame go, go away really fast. I don't know oh, about all really. that, man, because you have uh, to... Not really to certain shows. people. Hold on, Milian. Even to you, you watch these shows. You know who these people are. That gives them already a head up in things. So therefore, they already have. They're already in your head. You're already thinking about these people. You see them on social media, and they and you look them up. But they don't make a dime off of. They don't make a dime off of me. The aftermath of those 15 seconds get their fame and their bag. Exactly. Some of the biggest people. In not some of the biggest, but a lot of celebrities that we might know started as, as reality yeah, TV but, shows. But, but not this reality show. You see, that's where I think you're wrong. Because we're talking about this show, other reality shows perhaps. So one of the biggest stars from this reality show is Jason Mesnick. And he has his own business. He lives in obscurity in Seattle. I talk to him once or twice a year. And the guy's chilling, raising his family, not bothering anybody. The first Bachelorette, still married, kids. She was a former heat dancer from South Florida. Living their life. You don't hear from them. They live in obscurity. There's no one of major fame that came from that franchise. They all look for love. And what ends up happening, of course, there are some exceptions, is in many cases they find love. Well, hell, there's people who pay money to do dating services. People who download apps to get Tinder and other stuff. I'm just, and the comparison comes from we live in a society where we want to quick fix things. It's not as unrealistic as you think. When, let me ask you something. There's a difference when you guys are teenagers and you cultivate a relationship with someone and you get to know them. It takes a while. Sometimes grown-ups don't wait that while. I have a grown-up friend who met somebody and is now engaged to be married, and all that happened in 12 months. Is that because like you're older and you have like a sense of dread? Is that there's, what it a, is? there's an expiration date. I don't know. There's a Most lot of likely. reasons. 
I don't even mean, I don't, this is not meant in a bad way, but for some women, it's about biological clock. Mm, that's true. Some women are like, you know what? If I'm going to get something done, my time's running out. So sometimes the decision is made more abruptly, which could lend to, you know, bad decisions. So if we're going to go through things abruptly and bad decisions for reasons that are convenient to us, why not take a shorter path? We, we go to college and we read Cliff Notes. I don't know if they do that anymore. We're a, we're, we're a society of shortcuts. This, this thing has proven to work. I'm not sitting here defending it because I invested in the stock market on it. And if they stopped playing the show tomorrow, I'd be just fine, thank you. But the entertainment value for me is good. But I also think that it's very underappreciated, the notion that these people end up... It's crazy, but they end up falling in love. What I think is horrible is if you're the bachelor or the bachelorette and you've got to entertain 25 of them. Because that's unrealistic. I don't care what kind of gigolo you are. I don't care <laughs> what babe you are. You're not dating 25 people at once. One of the reasons the first night you knock off a bunch of them. But even still, even after week one, you're 15, 16 deep in people. Well, the hard part would be actually remembering certain details from certain people. Like, I can't imagine me actually getting every detail from every person exactly correct. I would see me fumbling details with certain people because it's just too hard to keep track Listen, of. Listen, if you're the guy or girl that's dated 15 people at once, God bless you. God bless you. But I, who does that? That's unrealistic. I can barely keep But that lasts for a couple of weeks. That's the that's the novelty of the show. When you get into the Elite Eight and the final four, wherever you get it to get to six and then you get the four, whatever they do depends on the year. I think I think you you're looking at it at a very optimistic view. I'm looking at it in a completely different view. But I think that we share common ground in some ideas of the show. But for the most part, I'm still sticking that. I, I just, I still don't think it's that. I right. don't even think this is a majority, but I'm sure there are many people who end up getting engaged to be married and making that decision. And because they were actively dating or something may have broken a heart or two in making that decision. Right? So what happens is, is you have a scene where you, you've got the final two guys or the final three guys and you get into the final rose part, Right? And you've liked this guy for seven or eight weeks and the guy thinks you're in love and the guy thinks he's going to get the final rose, but he's the odd man out. And she goes and she gets all gussied up and she's by a beautiful lake or by a beautiful ocean. And the first guy that comes is the one that's going to get dumped and he gets there. He doesn't think he's getting dumped. He gets dumped. So the theater of it doesn't exist in real life. And I'm certainly not implying that the majority of people that go through this have this going on. But in a society where people make this decision quickly sometimes, especially as they get older, you, you have reason to believe logically that these people that run into this decision quickly have dated in the past and have a couple of straggling things going, that they have to break the heart and say, hey, listen, I'm not going to be able to talk to you anymore. I'm, I'm getting married. That's the equivalent of coming for that rose. And I'm sorry, you know, I know I've been dating you, but I love someone else. It's crazy. The scene's nuts. But how off... Is that from real life? Not as often as you think. I know you don't look at it with that perspective, Nicole, and it does look crazy on TV, and don't get me wrong. There's some stuff that's done on that show that's not cool. I understand what you're saying. But they, you sign up for it. If you make it deep into the process, your passport's going to get stamped two or three different times. You're going to stay in different places. I'm glad that lately they have made the drinking less visible. It used to be a part of an aspect of the thing. I don't know if someone advised them or something happened. You don't see the drinking quite as prevalent as you used to. 
I always had a problem with that. I thought it was way too comfy. But some of the other stuff, as crazy as it is, and then I always love the, like, the, so there's a guy and there's like six girls left and one of the girls is an absolute train wreck bonkers mess. How many guys can relate to having dated a girl who was like that? Many. Many. Or the girl who has the enigmatic guy that thinks whatever, but he's a troublemaker. Or you're there, oh, and there's six dudes left and one of them's a troublemaker, Frank. How many girls have dated a troublemaker? A lot. This is not as crazy or as unrealistic as you think. Girls like the bad boy. I don't think all girls like the bad boy, but that's a saying that's always lived. I still think it's a tad bit unrealistic. Because when, when you go into these shows, any type of show that has to do with love and reality TV shows always seems so wrong to me because that's, one, not how it works. Two, so far off par of what actually happens, which goes in, which ties into one. And three, it's just... You're not going into it for actual love. And if you do find actual love, good on you. That's fantastic. I'm glad that you did. But in reality, I don't see it as them going in there to find real love. I find it for them trying to get a paycheck or get their name out there and have people kind of talking about them so they can further whatever they want to do. A lot of people go on to be Instagram models or entrepreneurs or whatever they might want to be that is big on social media. I never knock the hustle, though. You know that. I never knock the hustle. So I can assume, Nicole, you would never be the bachelorette or participate in a bachelor show, correct? No, I would not. You would not. Okay. Mario, would you be the bachelor or participate in a bachelorette show? Um, I would probably be the bachelor. Okay. Wait, uh, what's the bachelor? The bachelor is like the guy getting The guy the has 25 and... girls coming after him, yes. If you would participate okay, in one or the other, the answer is yes, I would. Okay? Yeah. Anthony, Milian first. Yes. yes. Not, not bachelorette, but I would do the bachelor. Yes. Okay. Brittany, would you be a bachelorette or would you want to be on The Bachelor chasing the dude? Or nothing? Nothing. Had a feeling you wouldn't do it. I tried to trick you into it, but that wasn't nice. I, uh -huh. I wasn't playing nice if I'd have done that. You see, I almost tricked you and I said, like, uh, I can't do that. I get the impression Araya not a fan of any of this either, right? Um, I mean, for the bag... You're yeah, I'm with Araya on this. If it got a bag to it, CBD. So you would be you would be on The Bachelor. You would be on The Bachelor because the chase would make you loot, would get you clout, and get you yep. the dude. So yep, I, the, the side tilt of the head is very adult. Yes, of Araya. Araya, the tilt makes you look like ten years older when you do that. That's that's. <laughs> I'm gonna take the tilt as an absolutely yes, sir. She loved that one. By that the way. was great. She's she's laughing. Yeah. She thinks that was a good one. Sabi. Nothing. Not Alina. Mr. Frazier. Frazier, he'd be the bachelor. Nothing. Really? Yeah. Good man. Good man. Really? It wouldn't even... Really? Okay. All right. I respect. Kimberly Kim. Yes. You would, right? <laughs> Come on. Lucas would for sure. No. No. <laughs> What are you talking about? <laughs> Lucas! Yo, he squinted at you immediately. <laughs> I thought maybe. Not at all. And then Monique would. So I have a yes from Monique. I have a yes from Mariah. Yup. I have a yes from Mario. I have a yes from Anthony. Milian, not Frazier. And that's it. Yep. I'm in Just the for the drama and the bag. 
thoughts about it. The bag. I would go to start some bleep. That's why I would go. So you'd want to be the guy who's the troublemaker on the bachelor. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Oh, I don't want to get into fistfights with people. That's not where. That's not my game. You're six three. You can. Yeah, but you're gonna get into fistfight with dudes that are. Look, dudes, their testosterone's flying. They're trying to. Look, they're peacocking each other because they're trying to get the girl's attention. And me being the troll that I am. Well, the, tr <laughs> the reason I would rather do that than be the bachelor, ironically, is for the same reason that I do a radio show. For the same reason that I go out to people watch. This is very true, by the way, and can be confirmed by one of our hosts. I enjoy people watching. Yes. And yes, I make Andrew. commentary. Some of the commentary, some of the finest things I've ever said in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I make fun of anything I can, everything I can. And remember the time we went to Dolphin Mall and those five guys were wearing the skinny jeans? They were all yes. tied. Yeah. All different colors? Yeah. Of all different colors. That, yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I had a field day. I spent literally like 45 minutes going off on them. It was great. Man buns and skinny watching. jeans. Listen, people watching is top tier. You cannot knock off people watching. Uh, people especially in Miami. Fantastic sport. It's just fantastic. Oh, and and, uh, and Dolphin Mall is the epicenter of it. Oh, my God. If you're going to go no, people watch. No, it's the beach. Miami Beach. No, Lincoln Road well, right well, there. The, the, thing, about, yeah. the yeah. thing about Lincoln Road is Lincoln Road is, is, is it, it, you don't get the full conglomeration. Like, See, Dolphin Mall is next to an airport. Rachetera. So Dolphin Mall, you get all shapes and sizes, you see. Miami Beach is a destination. It's either someone staying there, someone lives there. It, there's a certain personality that goes out there. When you go out there, you're actually the weirdo there. Very salty at Dolphin Mall. So it's weird. Dolphin Mall's fantastic. Because also just, anywhere Westfield. But the reason I would do The Bachelorette is because I would sit back to myself and laugh at the dudes making idiots of themselves. And... In the competitive spirit that there is, I would hope to impress her by virtue of my enigmatic behavior. <laughs> Quiet, stoic. I'd probably be one of the older guys. And just to attract the attention because I don't say much. Well, you don't say a lot. Eh, I like to watch, not speak. You're I'd play that role. But I'd also inside be making fun of all these dudes making idiots of themselves. Oh, I'd make fun of them to their face. Because Frank got the hype for it. Now, what is, I will be honest, the guys do a better job of getting along when they're on The Bachelorette than the girls do of when they're on The Bachelorette. They do. They become like boys for whatever reason. So, in theory, I really prefer to watch The Bachelor because watching the girls get catty is, um, it's funny. It's funny, but it's not as unrealistic as you think, Nicole. So there, I, I think I made my point, although I'm still in the minority. Most of you would rather opt out of that business than I opt understand in. your point, but I still would opt out because I wouldn't want to be I wouldn't want to be exploited on that show no matter what. It's weird. It's just it's my own personal thing, and I get why why people would want to go on it. You know, you have money, you have clout, you might get love, which is nice for some people. Yeah, do you guess. believe in love at first sight? I believe love Do is you? two Nicole? souls that are existing in forever and that they always find each other. Yes. That's that, okay, so there, that one I sort of believe. That, that Not believe. all the cases, not all the cases, but there's renditions of that because I've heard too many stories or not. I don't think that's every case. I don't think everybody's marrying someone that they married in another life. I don't think so. But, no, correct, but I believe but that, I believe that there's, there are stories that, that match that very well. I believe in the whole twin flame thing. I think, you know, we're all souls and we're all find 
the person we're supposed to be with. You'll have to explain what this twin flame thing is. I'm not the most romantic person in the world. Wait, so I late. know about that. Twin yeah. flame. What? Tell them, guys. Tell like them. Tell so them. Teach us, okay, teach a twin flame is someone who's basically the same person as you, but the opposite gender, and oh. you guys always manage to find each other. But doesn't that get kind of boring though? Because eventually, I would want. No, because if it's in another life, you don't click. necessarily realize you guys it. Just click. Because it doesn't you, have to do with like hobbies or anything. I've heard of this. So what it is is you <laughs> click with somebody. I have met my unexplainably. Why am I clicking with this person? I don't get it. And then what Correct. they call that the twin flame claim is the twin flame, and the reason is is because you guys have been boyfriend and girlfriend, husband and wife, uh, partners throughout other gen you know other lives. You were forged from the same flame when you're. And you were forged from the same flame, so yeah. that's the connection. You always are going to magnet back to each other somehow. Yeah, because twin flame. And it's like a magnet. Relationship thing. It's not really a relationship thing. It's more like a bond of like friendship. You can be platonic. It can be platonic. Soulmates okay. too. Yeah, exactly. That's why Arya's my twin flame. No, we're not. <laughs> She's lying. She's lying. I see. We have a little. Uh, I, I I like I like the whole little dynamic we have with Monique and Aloha. It's like a yin and a yang. It's a yin. It's definitely a yin and a yang there. Look, that's a good way to explain a twin flame: the yin and the yang. How they they're supposed to be Listen, perfect Araya, matches with each other. Araya is the most unique member of Slam Radio ever. No one would ever exactly. Take, no one would That's ever why she's take. That's my twin flame. No one would. You're pretty no. unique yourself, Monique. Unique, <laughs> unique, Monique. Yes. Um, I don't think anyone would take offense to that or say, "Hey, I'd argue against that." Or I was very, very unique and very different. Um, and it's the wonderful reason. Why are she's our yang. Your head? She's all she's our yang. Dude, are you serious? There's no one like you. Araya, that's good. That's oh. a good thing, man. That's so a good, very thing. good thing. That's a really, really good thing. But then again, I like to brag a little and pat myself on the back. Araya knows that I saw that light a long time ago in her. And it's just cool to be able to do this on national radio and and goof with her and goof with all you guys and talk that way about things. It's uh I was telling the group earlier, some of you were part of that group. And this is what makes me happy. Uh, I've always wanted to have that voice in that platform. But how in the world can I be any happier than to do it with my best friend in the world and the greatest kids anybody could ever call their students? Like, are you kidding me? So every morning I wake up and I come to do this show. And now that things are getting a little more normal, I'm feeling a little bit better. And you can tell that my spirits are a little better. Frank will never say it on the air, but I was down in the dumps because you guys weren't here. Um, and it just warms my heart to have you guys here and, and, and doing what we do on the air every day and where we can flip the switch and maybe not talk about something we planned on talking about because it's something you guys want to talk about or you guys get together and you want to be, not want to be against me, but want to prove my point wrong because I always think I'm right. And the dynamics of what goes on, and that's going on on live national radio and Sirius XM. God bless them for not just sponsoring this, but being a main proponent in this and making this happen and believing in this dream. Um, it sounds corny and stupid, but this has a lasting effect in all of your lives because it's the first time in your life you were given a voice and you felt like you were actually being heard. But then for an old guy like me, it's the first time in my life that I feel needed and I feel respected and I feel completely wanted um, and that doesn't happen around any adults that only happens around you guys so as much fun as we have allow me to explain to you 
as we get ready to go to break, how this puts life into me every day, how this gives me life every day. And you talk about having a yin and a yang. Uh, if I'm yin, you guys are my yang. And we are soulmates because of this venture and because of our common uh, desire to have a voice and to want to be heard. And God bless you all for even believing in one thing that I'd have to say about that voice, that you guys are all, all, all of you are showing it. And many of you never knew how. So I do feel proud of that. But nothing makes me happier to wake up in the morning and I always talk about that visit to the mirror where you have to look at yourself first before anyone else. And I smile. And I told Frank this this morning. I go, bro, I'm, I get happy in the morning because I know all these years in the business, I used to work with people I couldn't stand. I work with people now that I love. And that, that, my friends, there's nothing better than that. So I am the lucky one when it comes to all of this. This is so much fun to me. Um, I love when you guys argue with me. I love when you gang up on me. But I just love it when you're here and you're participating with me. It, uh, it makes me the happiest guy in the whole world. It makes me the luckiest teacher anywhere, anywhere in the world. So thank you guys for that. I, I had to express that this morning. We'll come back from break. And, uh... Real quick before we go to break, ESPN's Adam Schefter is reporting that one more Titans player tested positive for the coronavirus this morning. Um, they're also being reported that an inconclusive positive test from Wednesday was also confirmed uh, positive today. 23 total Titan players and personnel have tested positive for COVID-19 since September 24th. And they're 4-0. And they're 4-0. Thanks. And they already had that bye week, so they might be in a situation that either A, football kind of takes a halt to, for all this to, to level off, or B, they might find themselves in a position they may have to start forfeiting games. That's crazy. All right, back on the other side. Good morning, amigos. Sirius XM 145. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Always love closing out a show with some freestyle, baby. Good morning, amigos. Sirius XM 145. Coming up next here, it is Thursday. When it's Turds Day, right after Good Morning Amigo, what two better turds could you have than Alex Dono and Josh Friedman? Dono and Frito, they'll, they'll be coming up next. How, how is it, Frank? Ah! <laughs> That's how it goes. Good. <laughs> Was it a good rendition, Alex Donald? I th I think it was a good one. What, what was it good? I I believe it was. Was it, does Alex think it was good? I don't know. When he joins in, then maybe we can ask oh, him. Oh, I thought he was there. No, uh, Frito's there actually. Frito. We can hear him. He can hear us. I don't see Frito on here. Yeah, he's connecting in right now. Oh, okay. Are they on the right Zoom? Because maybe I have Alex and you have Frito. Oh, well, that's what it is because I think Alex jumped on your Zoom. That makes sense because Frito just jumped on my Zoom. There you go. So Alex is on the wrong Zoom. So I'll tell Alex that he's on the wrong Zoom, so he's got to go on the other Zoom. Maybe I can get two seconds of words with them. Can Josh join in? Josh, are you there? Josh might not be ready for us. Uh, he's still muted. He, I think he's he – there he there is. There he is. Yeah. There he is, of course. How are you, Josh? Not much. Excited about your show today. Should be uh, action-packed. And I see Wrigley. I see Wrigley's back. Frank, I'm back. And you can hear 
Oh, good. Who's this? The fly. <laughs> You've got the fly. That's been a hard. That's been a tough get. I had a feeling, man. He was too close. He was way too close, man. I had a bad feeling about that. That was a good one. He deserves a whistle for that frame. That was very, very good. Frito, excited about listening to your show because it'll be the only positive thing to happen today. My teams will start losing at 2 o'clock when the Marlins get swept. Then the Yankees will be outed in four games tonight. Uh, tomorrow will continue with, with the Heat being bounced. And then Saturday, the UM Hurricanes will lose to number one Clemson, and it'll round out a weekend of horrible activities in sports for me. <laughs> He's on fire today, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm prognosticating a very dark weekend for me. So I have other things planned. Uh, I, I don't know if you were listening to the show earlier. I'll be watching a Barbie movie over the weekend. Really? Yeah, and no one's My forcing daughters have me never to made me do that, so. Well, a former student is asking me to do it. She spent three years in the program, never asked a thing of me, did every assignment I asked of her. But she says that it brings her happiness and joy. And she'd like to see okay. me enjoy happiness and joy. Not, why not to watch it? I learned that most of my students have seen this movie, love the movie. So therefore, I have to find carve out 90 minutes this weekend so we can have a funny segment of talking about little dancing princesses or whatever this one is. Uh, I'll okay. let you know if it's worth the watch or not, but I, I don't know. I, I get the impression. Well, we're going to break here. I'll ask my daughter if they've ever seen one. Have you ever seen a Barbie movie? Barbie movie? <laughs> no, they never made me watch a Barbie movie. Uh, I'm you, my students are the one, and they all seen it too. It was like eight out of ten had seen it. It was crazy. Did Donald make it in or not? He's on now. Yeah. So Donald, yeah, I was there for a second. He disappeared. Donald, do you oh. hear the outro or is he gone? No, he's there. He should Hello? be there. Dono. There he is. Hey. There he is. You hear the outro here? You hear this? Where do you go? You keep disappearing on me. Really? There Hello? Can you hear me? We yeah, hear you. Now I see you. Here, baby. Huh. You hear the song no, in the I background? Don't. I know you do. Yeah, now. I know that reminds you of, of old days. Closing out every dose, baby. Yeah, well, I close out every morning with this. And it's a horrible vision, so I, I invite you to close your eyes because there's always some sort of commentary or correlation to a saying that I love to say. I love to say I'm off like a dirty shirt, right? But then the visual of that is is that I'm taking off my shirt and walking off. And that's not the best visual for most people. So I try to avoid you to think about what it looks like. And I position the removal of the shirt in many different ways on a daily basis. Ones that might confuse you, and other times will make you go, that guy's pretty witty. Shirtless and all. See ya. The views and opinions expressed on Good Morning Amigo are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.